This is a HeadGum Podcast. Gross, grossy, gross, the gross... Gross, gross, the ghost. Gross, the ghost is a. That's Gr- a missed gross, opportunity. Gross, gross. Did I tell you my new, uh, my new thoughts on kombucha? I'd love to hear them. That it tastes like um, you're drinking a, a science fair volcano. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very good. Yeah, I like that a lot. That's my closer. Tough to get into. Have you tried it out? Yeah. How'd it go? Uh, three times out of ten, it went real well. Good. <laughs> that was a dainty mouth. Hey guys, out. welcome to Dynamic Banter. <laughs> Steve, tell me a story, man. Do you have any stories? Um. It's okay if you don't. We give me a about second. Something else. A lot of people have been asking for an update on the lady that lives in um, in my building. Oh yeah, do you have one? Um, she's still around. Yeah, I've seen her. Uh, semi before we moved out, I would see her on the deck, staring on uh on the upper deck. On the upper deck, <laughs> she would kind of stare disapprovingly. <laughs> it's like you're feeding your microphone wedding cake for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, she would kind of stare disapprovingly at um, the world. She would stand out on her deck with her hands on hands on hips. I had a conversation with her once. I really did. Uh huh. <laughs> it was an unavoidable situation. Was that the door situation? Yeah. <laughs> and. Um, this is all I'm going to say about it. She listens to NPR. Oh, yeah? That's what the conversation was about? I mean, I, I don't want to go into that much detail, uh-huh. but I just want you to know that she listens to NPR. Like, that's a, just a fact I found out. So if we, want, if we would want to maybe get a message through to her, that would be the correct delivery method. <laughs> would that be easy to do? Hey, welcome back to NPR. This is uh, Milky Morning. And we just want to tell the lady who lives in Steve Building to stop yelling at the traffic because you're not affecting the traffic at all. And please stop scaring the children in the neighborhood. (laughs) If you could stop yelling at the garbage on the street, that would be for the best. (laughs) And here's Steve with the weather. (laughs) If you could stop yelling directly at the garbage in the street. I saw her one time she was yelling at... um, like by Costco and she had walked there and it was, that's such a far walk. It's like three mile walk. Wow. She gets around, huh? Yeah. Well, you got to move. You got to get the blood flowing. Speaking of which, I'm on a six day working out streak. Oh, how you're on day six. I got a dry erase calendar. Dude, I was listening to a, a Joe Rogan, excuse me. I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast and uh, he had this personal trainer on, and uh, he said a lot of smart things, but the only thing I retained was the fact that you're not, a lot of people think you're supposed to work out until you get sore, and that's how you know that you had a good workout. Oh, that's a bad idea. But he's like, uh, if you if you work out and you push yourself till you get sore every day, you're just not going to want to <coughs> do it. So it's important to just do what you can every day, but make sure you do it every day. I found and that- And you farmer strength. I found that uh, the soreness came as a side effect of the working out, not as you're doing it. No, that's, yeah. Is that what he was referring to? Like, like the some next people... day when you're sore and you can't move, and you're like, man, that was a good workout. I'm, I'm sore the next day. That's how I know it, it worked. My muscles are burning. And he's like, if you do that, there's, he showed this graph, and the line graph, and there's like, if you do too much, you fall into anxiety, and if you do too little and it's too easy you fall into boredom. So you kind of got to get into a flow where it's like enjoyable enough and you want to keep doing it every day. And that's the thing. That's definitely, I see that as definitely an approach. Yeah. Well, that's all these are. 
even working out is an approach to not dying, but we all know. <laughs> like back when <laughs> back when I was working out on the daily, uh-huh. my personal trainer was saying, excuse me, personal trainer was saying that the soreness is a side effect of your muscles not having done what they're doing. Uh-huh. In a either in a long time or in a in a little bit or in ever or in ever yeah and Amen. Uh, <laughs> the apostles creed and uh, <laughs> even though <laughs> even though it's uh, the Apollo creed <laughs> even though it it um hurts like a motherfucker you can like power through it and then the next time you do it it won't hurt as much the next day and then like so on and so forth like the soreness is just a side effect of your muscles not being used to that yeah. I mean, that's that's just, but that's just what that is. There's a thousand different variations. Like, if you never do anything, of course you're going to be a little sore no matter what. Right. But if you want to get into the habit of working out, it doesn't mean you have to like, yeah, like kill if you don't, yourself like, that's every the thing. day. Yes, like this, like the soreness is like a pretty unpleasant side effect. Uh-huh. It could make sitting down onto the toilet a real hard time. Yeah, and that's the last thing you want when you when you work your glutes. Even though we're going to get to an age, all of us. If we get there, where it's where always, always going to sit on the toilet. Yeah, you know what I was thinking Whether about you're you the other out day. Or not. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about you the other day because I have a a shower head now uh-huh. that is adjustable, and I didn't have that in my prior apartment. And as soon as you get an apparatus that helps you clean your asshole the best it could possibly be, I think your whole life gets better. Dude, that's why I love my bidet. Yeah, that's why I was thinking of you. I'm telling you, man. <clears throat> There's nothing better than that. Have you ever attempted a bidet? No. I think you're what you're doing is you're putting on the training wheels for a bidet. Sure. I'm on I'm on my way. Like I'm if on, you're if you I'm not <laughs> I don't want to finish it. Um if you're if you're enjoying the the feeling of uh <laughs> of a shower head cleansing which i would i would absolutely recommend i forgot i was in the shower for an hour and a half i forgot to wash the rest of my body i get that (laughs) um yeah if you're if you if you can get used to that feeling then you'd definitely be ready for a bead a bit i'm not opposed to it but i am i do have a weird um i don't want to use other people's bidets for some reason interesting yeah you think that there's like a residual i think I'm worried about the spl- <laughs> worried about what I what I'd refer to as the splashback radius, you know. <clears throat> splashback to the future. <laughs> Free Willy Six. Splashback to the future. <laughs> <laughs> That's when Free Willy finds <laughs> the whale swims 88 miles per hour in the ocean and travels back in time. The whale somehow figures out a way <laughs> to get back. Ooh, I like it. And Doc with a snorkel, and he's just at the very surface of the water. Willie, you've got to help Moby Dick. <laughs> Captain Ahab. <laughs> Captain one hab. Ahab. <laughs> oh, shit, man. I had a show downtown last night, and let me. You're, you're familiar with this side of the country? Downtown, yeah. And uh, downtown, most of it. Downtown is fascinating. I don't like downtown. If you've ever been to Los Angeles, California, here's what downtown is like. The Around the Staples Center is very cool. It's a very cool, futuristic city type. <laughs> Every other part of downtown is either you turn the corner and you see quite possibly the most beautiful artwork you've ever seen in your life. And then you turn another corner and it looks like you're late for the purge. You're really going to step on the punchline there with the <laughs> shitty piano music. <laughs> All right. Normally we have better. Yeah, downtown. I get it. I don't think that was worth it, if I'm being <laughs> totally honest. <laughs> Normally the chemistry is a little better than this. This is what I'm going to do for you, Mike. In post, I'm going to lower the this track. No, don't. So because that that punchline comes out. No, don't. You're going to get that punchline out. You didn't like Late for the Purge? You didn't no, like I that? loved it. I thought it was great. Well, I didn't know that was the punchline. I didn't know that's where it was. That's why sometimes we got to pay attention to each other. <laughs> Listen, you can't predict a punchline. I mean, 
Uh, it's a, it comes at the end of a story. I was revving up. Uh, get yeah. this copyrighted yeah. music off of this podcast. This this woman died 25 <laughs> years ago. This is in the public domain. It's uh, the the realm of exacerbations. <laughs> <laughs> It's seven years past the realm of exacerbation. The government has has officially confirmed that downtown by Petula Park <laughs> is in the realm of exacerbations. I heard that uh, exacerbations. Paul Manafort got rid of all copyright laws. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think? Uh, thing- no, downtown's a goddamn nightmare. Yeah, it really crazy. is, and it's and it it's unless you live like very close to it. Mm-hmm. It's a nightmare entering downtown. Yes. LA. Mm-hmm. Because the freeways are a fucking maze. And there's nothing in between here and there. <laughs> no. You know? It really is like an awful place. And then yeah, you're right. It's like the purge is about to begin yeah. on any corner, any particular corner downtown. Yeah, at any time. It's very scary. And literally anything could happen. I saw a dude with a wheelbarrow. <laughs> what was in it? Uh just miscellaneous objects like he was using it to that was his home yeah that was his <clears throat> that was his home his maybe traveling you know like a um like a less fortunate uh roller suitcase <laughs> yeah that was his can you imagine seeing someone in the airport with a wheelbarrow, a wheelbarrow? <laughs> how'd you get that through the metal like forcing it through the metal yeah <laughs> metal detector this is my this is my carry-on yeah i like that this is my, my personal. I checked a bag. This, this is my been? personal. <laughs> <laughs> this is my personal bag. This yeah. has been my carry-on. Um, you know what my first thought was when I saw that guy? What was it? He's on my team. <laughs> Should shit go down? The wheelbarrow guy. Wheelbarrow He's the guy, guy that's going to help team. you in the purge. I think so. I think we can we can get a lot of supplies <laughs> around quick. And I was yeah, thankful like, that he was there. It would be very difficult to. To put everything you need on a wheelbarrow, everything I feel like there's there's not enough of a of a grip on a wheelbarrow. You're gonna be you're gonna be especially when you're like rolling over bricks and dead bodies and stuff. You're yeah. gonna be bouncing shotguns off of that thing like crazy. I'm telling you, wheelbarrows. I don't know how much you you've been able to work with a wheelbarrow. I've wor- I've had my day. Machinery. I've had a day with a wheelbarrow. I've had in my day. I've had a time with a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Surprisingly agile. The one wheel makes it. It's a pretty mobile device. Did you know that? Uh, and this is might be a common misconception. Uh, but did you know that? I'm cleaning. Did you? <laughs> did you know that? It's actually a wheelbarrow. Barrow. Yeah. Not wheelbarrow. I know a lot of people I say, say wheelbarrow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those people say libraries. Those. Yeah. <laughs> I I had a friend, a close friend, who you actually know. A little set. Or maybe not. Maybe you don't know her. But she Anna Lori. <laughs> no, it's not. That's Anna. always the setup to a story about Anna. Someone Lori. you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says, "Pitcher." <laughs> yeah. Would you like me to take a picture? <laughs> take a picture. Um, it, could you just take this picture here <laughs> and put it in the? timeline take this picture and put it back to where you found it and i was like oh no there's a c in there uh i got shit the other day for saying comfortable comfortable oh comfortable yeah yeah i feel like at this point in the in the english language we've we've gotten to an area where a lot of common words Mm -hmm. are just lazily said now yeah like um there's a lot of them. I think comfortable is one of them. What's another one? Yeah, um, but that's a very Wednesday. Like, it should be Wednesday. Yeah, but both of those are very like I snub my nose at your at your yeah. pronunciation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like if somebody came up to me and and in person, this was over Twitter, but in person, if they were like, um, it's comfortable. I'm like, okay, tell a story fast using the word comfortable. Yeah, because there's 27 syllables. And in the so I was, uh, I was feeling pretty comfortable. Uh, I was feeling pretty comfortable. Wouldn't be friends with that person. <laughs> it's like the either either thing. Like, have you have you heard that? Is there an incorrect way to say it? I don't know. Uh huh. And I just know that there are people that say either, and there are people <laughs> who say either. Uh huh. And I and I it's it always like gives me a little ting in my brain because I'm like oh okay well that's how they say that yeah but I'm gonna find out right now either pronunciation 
I think that's one of those words that's accepted either way, like patats. Not a water. I have to leave it on because I have to know if these idiots. So I'm getting, uh, I have kidney problems, so I need water delivered to my house. And I we actually hit up Elliot and we found. Oh, the guys that hooked us up with this? Yes. So hopefully they're not a sponsor because they're really chapping my ass right now. Oh, yeah. No, they're not a sponsor. You can say whatever you want about them. They were supposed to come yesterday, Wednesday, <laughs> when I was home working all day. But now I have to do this. Yeah, I that's the fucking things. worst. It's the worst. And they're like, okay, we're like, what's the window at least? Because I'm going to be in and out. And they're like, oh, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. I'm like, that's not a window. <laughs> that's, that's a day. That's not a window. That's a that's a, uh, that's a a patio. Yeah, that's a sliding door. Yeah. <laughs> that's a gazebo. That's one, that's a foyer. Whichever way you choose to pronounce it, you should not have trouble being understood. Both (laughs) pronunciations are correct. However, the one a person uses depends on their upbringing, their region, and their preference. I think the British use either as the pronunciation, and the Americans use either. And there's a, then there's a small subset of the British that say Oiva. <laughs> Oiva. Bon Oiva. <laughs> or Eva. Eva. Have I talked about my deep love for British people who put V's and everything? Oh, no, you haven't, but I am sh- I think it's understood because I also share that with you. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. Everything. Everything. Dude, <clears throat> I heard Kate Nash talk back in the day, <clears throat> and I was... Sold. Yeah. I had the biggest crush on Kate Nash. I don't know who that is. She's a singer, and she's also on that show Glow. Glor. Glor. <laughs> that Netflix show Glor. She's on that wrestling show Glor. Have you watched both seasons of Glor? <laughs> I have. I've not. I've, I've not enjoyed watched... them both. I, want, I'm re- I would like to watch it, please. Would you please put it on? <laughs> <laughs> Will you please right now give me your Netflix password? I actually don't have a Netflix password, and I'm not, gonna, I'm not one of those friends to ask you for it. So would you just put it on right now for us to watch? You know what else I like? I like lazy British talking. Yeah. My favorite. It's like kind of like a Michael Caine, like a younger Michael Caine. More favorite podcast is Donna McBainter. Are you talking about like a like a like a Paul McCartney, like a George Harrison? Like George Harrison was lazy talking. Yeah. Oh, and then they're chasing us through the the, the train station, <laughs> and he said, "Oh, days no." Did you have you ever heard George Harrison's uh, song "Wawa"? No, it's a fucking fantastic. Wawa guitar gently sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's a George Harrison song and George Harrison, like I love the Beatles. You love the Beatles. Mm -hmm. We're big Beatles fans. And, um, it's really fun to kind of like, you know, once you've exhausted the Beatles discography, which happens pretty quickly, Mm -hmm. but, but is still not a, I mean, it's exhausted might be the wrong word. Um, because it's you can't exhaust Beatles music. I mean, it's just there's always a track you'll listen to over and over and over again, and then there's always a track where you're like, "Oh, I forgot about that one," and yeah. then you listen to that one over and over again. Honey Pie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Rocky Raccoon. <laughs> oh man, ooh, that's a story. They're telling a tale. They are. It's a little story. Yeah. Um. So anyway, um, there. So it's fun to like once you've gone through all the Beatles stuff, to like. Then go into the um, the solo stuff, mm-hmm. like Paul McCartney's stuff with Wings yeah. and is fucking great, and John Lennon's stuff is okay. Like he's got those. When John Lennon was with Wings. John- <laughs> when John Lennon had his wings, <laughs> he got his. When John Lennon got his red wings and Yucca Ono. <clears throat> um, but you know it's funny because John Lennon's like um, his solo stuff is like it's okay. Mm-hmm. They're obviously like. Um, Imagine is maybe one of the greatest songs of all time. Yeah. Um, and that's a solo song. But but like um, Paul McCartney and Wings is great. And George Harrison's solo career is fucking amazing. Yeah. There's really good shit in his solo career. Mm-hmm. And then there's like some duds. And then Ringo's solo career is just like so sad. I'll say it. It's terrible. It's so bad. I, dude, I saw, I, what was it, Palladium or whatever? Is that channel <laughs> that only plays concerts uh-huh. constantly? And I saw, excuse me, and I saw Ringo's concert. It's like Ringo 
Rainbow in the All Star <laughs> yeah, band. Yeah, in his All Star band. And yeah. I was like, I love the Beatles. Ringo Starr in his All Star yeah, band. I'm not going to pretend this is any good. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like it's like the Ice Capades without <laughs> ice. Yeah. It's just like over the top, like, I get by with it. And he's always and he's, walking and he's in so place. Stiff and, and he's, he's so always <laughs> giving the peace sign. It's like, hey, that's enough. It's, yeah. This has never worked. His fingers are stuck that way <laughs> with the peace sign. A lot of people don't know this. Ringo has four fingers. You know, my mother always told me. If I do this with my fingers, they'll stay that way. What would you do if I sang <laughs> out This is a song about me, Mom. Dude, I'm telling you, it's 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 really sad. Yeah. You know it's sad. It's like he he chose to be the worst parts of all the Beatles. He's like, I was just in the band because they needed a drummer. Now I'm taking on the role of a Beatle. <laughs> Dude, the thing is, is like... As much as it's funny to make fun of Ringo, he is certainly a, a fantastic drummer. Uh, really? He's not a fantastic drummer. Oh, I drummer. think he's a fantastic drummer. He's a fantastic British metronome. <laughs> he had great timing. Dude, what's the song? What's the song? The end is tomorrow is always or whatever. Or what's the one that's like? Tomorrow never dies. Is it tomorrow never dies? Is that it? What's the one where it's like? Turn off your soul, relax, and slow down stream. It's on revolver. That's not even a note. No. That's never been a note. There it is. Um. That drum, the drums in that song are fantastic. Dude, that's a great record. Yeah, man. Tomorrow Never Knows. Tomorrow Never Knows, yeah. Yeah, but that's not even, I don't know. I don't want to shit on Ringo too much because he's, you know, he's next. But um, he's. Yeah, not, he's definitely next. He's not amazing. Um, I went to India and I want to use a sitar in my music now. Because I just realized that I didn't get to write a song on this album. But it's this beat for 20 minutes. Um, What's the one that's like... Uh, uh, I think it's called... You know what's really funny? This, this one. Okay, this one. go ahead. This is... This is just someone trying to do it. Okay, this is it. This is... Dude, this is every... This is the first drum solo you do as a seven-year-old. <laughs> I want you to show me a seven-year-old that does this. Okay. <laughs> Dude, in Beatles Rock Band, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do the Ringo drums. That's because that's a toy. <laughs> Dude, the drumming, in, the drumming a, on Rock Band was the closest to real musical playing you could get on a video game. Here's a seven-year-old playing the drums, playing to Rush. Well, okay, sure. There's like... He's seven years old. <laughs> well, if we're going to talk about... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Neil Peart. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, no. who are you talking the about? The drummer from, from Rush. Neil Peart. Is it Neil Peart? Yeah, man. Who's the one from uh, from The Who? Pete Townsend? No, no, no. That's, no. The, that's the guy who... Uh, oh, fuck. Now I'm all bugaboo. I thought you were going to talk about John. I Bonham. see his face. Yeah, I don't. I was. He's the one Animal fan. was based off of. Oh, oh, fucking shit! And they came out of that documentary. about yes. him. he's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. He because they based Animal that that he's insane. No, oh, Mister. It's called Mister. And then his name. <laughs> and his last <laughs> name. Keith Moon. No, it is. It's yeah? Keith Moon. Yeah. Oh, then that's not the guy I was thinking. Yeah, this is. Here's a 1974 drum solo. Here's Keith Moon. Here we go. Here's Keith Moon. His drums have a fish bowl in it with a fish swimming around. That fish is probably upset. Oh yeah, he's an insane person. 
He's got like weird face paint on. He's drugged out. Ooh, and there's people dancing in the audience to that. I love that. Anyway. Mr. Baker. <clears throat> Ginger Baker is the one I was thinking oh, of. I don't know who that is. Oh, he was the drummer for like Cream and, th- okay. and shit, I think. Ding, 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 ding. Beware of Mr. Ding, Baker. Ding, yeah, he's uh, ding, he's out of control. Ding. Also, if you're a drummer or, or a musician, uh, Fred Armiston has a stand-up special called Stand Up for Drummers. Armiston. Armiston, excuse me. And uh, that's the Army's son. And if you're really, really into drummers, the drummer, uh, his name is Darren something for mute math is insane. Darren Von Gerdner. Darren Von Drumner. Darren's on some shit right now, man. Have you been reading Darren's Twitter? No. He's all he's think, coming after everyone. Is he really? He's on some shit. I think he's smoking sativa. <laughs> <laughs> I he think dabbing? he changed his sativa. Is he try is he start did he start dabbing? <laughs> but the other day, like Kanye posted a picture of these shoes that he wants to make available to everyone. <laughs> Darren's like, those are ugly as shit. <laughs> but like adding him. And he's like adding all these people, and he's like, "Fuck you, I'm better." Than this. Did you see that? There's a. Did you see that? There's a. Um, Got that rapper bravado. There's a number you can call for their she didn't text back podcast. Are they still doing that? Did you know that? Yes, yeah, she didn't text back. Yes. What? So like, leave a message. Yeah, and they cool. and they'll like answer your questions or something. That's cool. Um, should we leave? We 12? should. Yeah, we should do that. Okay. Um, let me see. Fuck, I don't know which one it is. Actually, I could find out if this is it. In the interim, I'd like to say that. Yeah, this is it. it if you start as a Beatles fan, your favorite Beatle changes the older you get. Um. Yeah, I guess that's true. Is it Paul at first, and then it's like... My first favorite was Paul, and then John, and then it was Paul again. Yeah. And then when you get... Well, was George ever your favorite Beatle? George not, is George, not my favorite, George is I my favorite George. Beatle. George That's is cool. absolutely my favorite Beatle. Okay, you ready? Let's call this number here. Thanks for calling. She didn't text back. Leave your comment, question, or concern right after I finish. It's not a rap, Darren. Which is now. You don't need to say. Hi. Um, uh, hi. Well, uh, is this my didn't text? My text com- are coming back? Is this I didn't send? My text didn't send? Am I on the air? First time, last time. My name's uh, Dreb. First name, last name. This is Kanye West. I was just wondering why you didn't like my shoes so much. Uh, love the podcast. You guys are doing a great job. My favorite is... Um, talk more about sports. Can you talk about sports? I miss when you guys used to talk about texts. What's that Drake song where he talks about getting a text? Talk. Can you talk about that? Can you add in those like weird rap sound effects randomly through your podcast, like the crow sound or like a which crow sound? The one that's like ah. Okay, yeah, do the crow sound and talk about sports. And this is Kanye West. Also, I just this is just a suggestion. If you get a um a cl- isolated clip of DJ Khaled saying DJ Khaled, you should play that in your podcast randomly because that'll get a lot of views. Also, um, what does DJ Khaled do? Well, thank you for listening to the podcast, and this has been History Road. Good first one. Okay. Nice work. <laughs> um, so the thing I wanted to say about Ringo is, uh, well, the thing I was going to get to, mm-hmm. we can talk about Wawa in a little bit. It's so daring to take a sip in the middle of a sentence. Thank you. Daring Von Gerdner. Um, the, the, uh, the ring, there's, I keep, I listen to this radio station, um, fuck, what's it called? Hot nine seven. (laughs) Power one. No, it's a fucking great radio station. It's, it's a local Uh and it's, um, fuck, it's, 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 it's at, uh, it's Woodland. It's like a Woodland Hills. Listen to the soothing sounds of the rain. That was the one in airheads, right? The rain. (laughs) <laughs> they changed it to the rain. 
Yes. Re- relax to the soothing sounds of the rain. Is it KCSN? Yeah, that's it. KCSN. Casey N. Eidstadt. Casey Neistat. <laughs> it's Casey Neistat's radio station. Yeah, it's called KCSN, and it's a really, really great radio station. And they play, there's like zero commercials, which is mm-hmm. really fucking cool. It's a campus radio station. How do they? Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, and it's uh, it's it's a uh, user uh, funded. It's funded by listeners. It's like a PBS type thing. So it's like donate and, like NPR? and I, uh, yeah, kind of. Does NPR do that? I believe so. I think okay. that's the thing. Well, um, excuse me. KCSN plays some of the fucking best music. It's like deep cuts from your favorite bands. It's not like a Jack FM where you where you hear fucking Come on Eileen seven times yeah, in the same hell day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Which isn't the worst. No, it's not the worst, but it's like, come on. There's other songs than other than Dancing With Myself from Billy Idol. <laughs> I saw <laughs> Deadpool. <laughs> I watched Deadpool 2, and I felt like I was listening to Jack FM. That's how many like songs that are like, oh, I know that song. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hate movies that do that. They just play a song that like you definitely... Like they play the equivalent of what a cover band song would play, yeah, in a bar because they know you're gonna get up and dance because you know the song. Yeah, it's like Come On Eileen. Yes, exactly. And yeah. they just they keep playing. They so Deadpool too just has like for no reason, for no connective reason. There's just these songs you know that just start playing uh-huh. to like a kick ass fight scene. Is that a, a fun movie? No, I didn't like it. Well, I know a lot of people like it, but. Um, I feel like it was the same exact thing as the first one, and I didn't enjoy it at all. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Uh, so anyway, so listen to KCSN. It's really great. A lot of deep cuts. Great music. No commercials. It's really cool. Not a sponsor. And um, they 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 uh, they they do this concert series, and uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's like. You know, if you want tickets to this concert, call in at a certain time or whatever, mm-hmm. and and then they go, "Here's the bands we have playing," and it's like one of them is Ringo Starr and the All Star Band. Okay, and they play like a little snippet of a live thing, and it's like, "What would you say <laughs> if I sang out of tune?" And then it like it fades out to like, "I'd like to be yeah. under the sea." The hits, and Only it's like, oh man, it's like. He's riding those songs, man. You know, He's well, that's what you have them. to do that. If you're Ringo, you absolutely have to do that. If you're a Beatle, and a lot of them didn't for a long time, I I think. But then, like like Paul will play like uh, Eleanor Rigby. Yeah, I saw Paul play Eleanor Rigby in on City Field. Yeah, my mom bought us tickets. That's amazing. It was the coolest fucking. I thing, I man. wanted to see Paul McCartney when he was here at the Bowl. Yeah, I think he was at the Bowl or yeah. or somewhere close by and. I'm I'm hoping the next time he comes around, I'll see him because I feel like it's. Uh, That's how I thought like ten years ago. I know, man. I know, but it's so worth it. It was the greatest concert I've ever been to in my life. Yeah, I know he's I know he's a good live performer for sure. And that's the thing; it's like Paul McCartney's totally gonna play. Yeah, his fucking Beatles hits and shit. Of yeah, course yeah, yeah. he is. Well, I think he. Uh, but it's like when it was a long time where he didn't. Oh, I guess that yeah, there might have been a long time. And he now didn't. he's like, fuck it. But it's like when Ringo does it, it's like so much. It's so much more sad because it's, it's like he yeah. hasn't. Yeah. I, you know what else I don't like when he does, and and maybe if I was in Ringo's position, I would be no different. <laughs> trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but when he's like, he'll talk about like John Lennon or something and he'll tell a, a little story yeah. and then he'll end it with like and that person was my friend John yeah you know and everyone knows that he's talking about John Lennon and he just kind of like <laughs> not pandering but it's the it's, but it's the, like reminding you that he was friends with John something like that god i, I lo- hope he doesn't listen his uh i was watching the um living in a material world which is that George Harrison documentary that uh Martin Scorsese directed uh huh it's a fantastic film. The it's one a two-parter. With the and uh, all these Beatles documentaries are the same pretty much. Ron Howard did one, and mm-hmm. like, there's all these Beatles documentaries, and they're really all the same. But this one's like very unique because it's all kind of centered. It centers around George Harrison, but you can't help but like cover all the Beatles stuff. The movie opens, by the way, to give you a little preview. 
It's called Living in a Material World, mm-hmm. George Harrison. It opens with footage I've never seen before. And it's literally... <laughs> it's, it's, it even I like that that one scared you. <laughs> you were like, oh shit. I did it. The movie literally opens with the Beatles signing their like exit contracts. Oh shit. Yeah. So they all are in very different clothes. Yeah, and they're all standing in different parts of the room. Yeah. And there's like these tables with just like paperwork everywhere uh-huh. and just stacks of papers. Yeah. And they're just like going around to like each stack and just signing their names and Can't stuff. Stand each other. And they're all in different and they're and George is just like, Well, I guess this is it, huh? And like he's just saying weird prolific shit. Yeah. And it's like, wow. Like that's like that got that like got me. Like that that's how it opens. That's how the documentary opens. And, and so that's you're the like, Ron Howard one? No, that's the George Har- or that's the Martin Scorsese one. Okay. Okay. And so what I was saying about the Ron Howard one is that all of these Beatles documentaries are the same, but this one is like it's Scorsese, man. So it's gonna be like dark and weird and like there's gonna be a lot of like um silent scenes and, and things like that yeah and artsy kind of like edits and stuff mm-hmm. and it's really fantastic i've i've i watch it all the time because i just love it so I much watch that. it's fantastic but yeah it opens with that footage have you ever seen that footage i have not seen and anything you feel like you've seen every piece of archival footage of the beatles they're at walking this point. off the plane yeah that fucking waving the fucking abbey road thing the fucking uh the stadium in tokyo or japan yeah where they he had the symbols <laughs> like this because he was afraid of getting shot <laughs> um and Dude, the, that's the, so cr- them playing in that like basement what's that like club that they first played at in oh, liverpool in, uh, yeah 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 I forgot what it's called, but it's like a cave basically, yeah. and they're all huddled in there, and they all look fresh faced, and they was, all have the stupid haircuts. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you think you've seen it all, but this one has everything. But anyway, the point I was trying to make is, is that George Harrison's solo. Oh, it's fun to listen to all their solo work mm-hmm. because it kind of makes you think, like, fuck, this could have been. This is a Beatles song for sure. Mm. This is a song that George was like toying around with during Beatles, like definitely like in the years where they began their solo careers. They're definitely just like pulling shit out that they were like, oh, this could have been a Beatles. This was going to be a Beatles song, but John didn't like it. This was going to be a Beatles song, but Paul was not into it. Yeah. And it's like. But we needed someone who knew how to play the drums good. <laughs> <laughs> So like it's really one of those things where it's like you can you get like a tiny little preview of of what it could have been what mm-hmm. what a Beatles continuing discography could have been right. once you listen to the solo careers and um, there's even like this Reddit post where someone like assembled like what album covers would look like if the Beatles hadn't broken up mm. and if they had kept going and then on the that's back, going a little far it's really cool though because it took their looks from when they were in their solo careers yeah and it put them together in like different images and things it's actually pretty awesome that's fun uh, and on the back there's like track listings. And a lot of them are like their solo stuff. Solo songs that could have been Beatles. Yeah, songs. yeah. And it's really yeah. neat to kind of like look at like, oh man, that totally would have been a fucking Here's Beatles the one song. they would have let Ringo have. Like Band on the Run uh would have totally been a Beatles song from yeah. Wings. And like Imagine probably would have been a fucking Beatles song, dude. Yeah. It really would have been. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. um so you you're listening to all these these solo songs and you could totally at least in the beginning of their solo careers you could just go like man I just want Paul's vocals on this one and I want like I want John's like backing vocals and you know it's yeah. kind of sad and it's fun though Dude during the breakup the Beatle I would have wanted to be friends with the most would have been George Yeah because he's he always seemed like the most like logical one and chill Yeah and I would have been like talk shit about everyone and you know you know that when they first broke up and and kept doing music every time paul would come out with something you know that john would have been like fuck this oh dude right? and yeah. vice versa yeah. but every time george came out with something i bet they both separately paul and john would have been like yeah good for george yeah really <laughs> i think that's really what happened it seems like that. i think it is because um I think there actually are, and I I don't know too much about this. I won't speak too too much about this because I I don't know specifics. But I'm pretty sure John and Paul, when they were writing their solo stuff, mm. there was like disses straight up in their music to each other. Diss track. Yeah, there was like diss track type stuff going on. Yeah. 
John was the man on the flaming pie. <laughs> 45 years after they broke up. Uh, Dish track. Paul was the band on the run. <laughs> Could you imagine if we stayed together? <laughs> um, but uh, there's a song called Wawa that George did, and it's so good. Look it up. W-A-H space w-a-h <laughs> okay it's That's so space. fucking good uh-huh. and it's just got george's fucking fantastic guitar shit and it's like a super catchy song george's songs were catchy man dude my first favorite song that i remember was a george harrison song was it a was it, oh it from the beatles or a solo no it was solo. was it got my mind set on absolutely you? yeah yeah it was the first um music video that i remember same it is one of the earliest music videos i remember with yeah. all the with all the animals on the walls yeah. and the talking and, and then i was like 25 before i realized that that, that, that was, was george, george harrison. harrison same yeah because he looks so different yeah he looks like a 80s dad yeah, he looked like an author. Yeah. <laughs> at a book sign. Yeah, who's this author that wrote a catchy song? To do it, 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 to do it right. <laughs> it goes something like that. Uh, I don't know exactly, but something I like know that. that it really can do it. Um water guy so this wawa song <laughs> is like it's you need to listen to it it's like kind of funny it's like you're giving me that wawa mm-hmm. it's got this like whole thing and i was thinking about like it's a metaphor like whenever i hear it i like laugh about like interviews with him or like someone's like so george what is what is wawa uh-huh. and i always in my head have this like little sketch playing where he's like well you know wawa is just like talk mate isn't it <laughs> It's just talking it. It's just talk we all have to talk to each other. <laughs> it's when you're in a, you know, when you're in a relationship, it's just talking it. <laughs> and it's like, you know, when someone's trying to get, they're trying to figure the, the things out, it's just wah-wah. <laughs> and I, I, love, I love that, like, it's just a parry of what that could have what that interview would have been but i really think you need to listen to the song and then think about that fake interview oh well, she's talking it <laughs> dude in it is the english version of when people say right after everything yeah. they say yeah 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 it's like we're sitting at this table right and it's <laughs> me and you and that's all there is right i you know what the uh, you know what i don't like because i'm into right but i don't like when someone's like um and two i also feel <laughs> like I don't like that at all. No, I've never heard that, but I would absolutely clothesline whoever said yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I hate it. There are people that do it, for sure. Oh, no, I never want to meet that person. And two, I feel like the movie <laughs> like just didn't work. And two, also, dude, you know what that is? The right in it, too. It's all um, doing the other person's job for them yeah, so they don't yeah, have to talk yeah. but they feel like that they're if you nod you feel like you're participating in the conversation well it's wawa in it <laughs> guys i want to talk to you about a little bit of a sponsor excuse me i need a dance the only thing that would have made this song better is if it... <laughs> 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 It's just talking it. It's Wawa, right? It too. <laughs> this is the part when someone's writing the equation on the board and they're yeah. like, what is it? Okay. What? And then, carry, yeah. oh, but this is, it's all wrong. It's all wrong. Guys, Quip is uh, a fantastic company. They've been a sponsor uh, of Dynamic Banters for quite some time. We, Mike and I use Quip Daily, nightly, weekly, Maybe monthly, thrice daily. Um, we keep and I keep getting my uh, refill packs in the mail. I'm real happy about that. <laughs> if I was a robot, this would be my wedding song. <laughs> if I was a robot, this would be my funeral song. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. They took him so young. 
<laughs> Guys, uh, listen, the truth is, uh, most of us are brushing our teeth wrong. Well, maybe some of you, because Mike and I aren't, because now we're using Quip. I haven't brushed my teeth wrong since we started getting sponsored by Quip. Um, some people aren't brushing long enough and forget to change their brushes on time, and that's because most brands focus on selling flashy gimmicks rather than brushing, but not Quip. So what makes Quip so different? Well, I'll tell you. For starters, Quip is an electric toothbrush. They've got a built-in timer that helps you clean for the dentist recommended two minutes. And their subscription plans are for your health, not just convenience. They deliver new brush heads on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just five bone, including free shipping worldwide. And Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel wherever you take your teeth and breath. And finally, everyone loves Quip. They're on <laughs> Oprah's O-List and named one of Time's Best Inventions. Mike and I use it every goddamn day. I put it in my mouth. So guys, Quip just starts at 25 bucks, and if you go to getquip.com slash banter right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. Guys, this is your opportunity to get in on Quip, get in on that ground floor, tell your friends about Quip, tell them how happy you are with the new toothbrush that's super space age and cool. They'll go into your bathroom to use it. When they come over, and they're going to see that super cool toothbrush suction to your mirror, and they're going to be like, whoa, 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 what whoa, is, whoa, what whoa. What is whoa. that? What is that? Whoa. So guys, don't sleep on this offer. You get your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash banter. That's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash banter. Quip is a good time. Get them, 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 get them. Go, get them, get them. You know what's interesting is is everyone takes dentist recommendations for toothbrushes and toothpaste, but no one takes like a carpenter's recommendation for a toothpaste. <laughs> well, I'm a carpenter, and uh, I love this toothpaste. I don't know. Crest? I don't know. Thank you. Four out of five <laughs> carpenters recommend. <laughs> Four out of five painters recommend. Colgate. <laughs> Cold gates. Guys, how about a quick word uh, from... Squarespace, huh? I thought you were going to say Collective Soul. <laughs> Guys, Mike uh, uses Squarespace. I, I I plan to use it. I want to use it. I want to I want to make some websites soon, and I yeah. was thinking about um, doing that. And absolutely, I would use Squarespace over anybody else. Um, Guys, we love Squarespace. It's they're they're so a great easy. sponsor. Twenty four seven support. Absolutely, longtime sponsor of both us and SourceFed. If That's you right. Absolutely. Um, and MikeFalzone.com is a Squarespace powered website. It sure is. If you want to check that out and get an get an idea of what Squarespace has to offer, uh, don't just listen to us. Go check it out for yourself. You can even check it out if you want. But the thing is, is like making a website sounds like really uh, cumbersome. It sounds like it sounds frustrating. Like, man, I don't have a year and a half to figure out a website. Yeah, and it's like I'm not a designer. I don't know how to design. You don't strike me as, as a. <laughs> and guess what? Squarespace does the design work for you. Oh, okay. Do you know what a template is? I've heard of them. A template is literally a website layout. That you can choose from. But who designs these templates, Steve? I'll tell you, world-class designers. Wait a minute. So I could use a world-class design to help design my own yeah, website? at no extra cost. It's all part of the cost. So it won't look like a bucket of trash? No, absolutely not. It'll look like a beautiful, normal, well-made website. Oh, that's awesome. And not only that, there's an e-commerce functionality that's powerful and easy and lets you sell anything you want online legally. So the ability to customize the look and feel of your website is there. Products, settings, image section, whatever. It's all easy, guys. Trust me. And everything's optimized for mobile out of the box. So if you don't have a computer, you don't like using your computer, you can use your phone literally to build a website. And it looks fantastic. So guys, head to squarespace.com slash banter for a free trial. You can just check it out. It's a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code banter to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Guys, it's that easy. I love when good things are easy, man. Me too, dude. That And that's what this is. It's like building a website is something 
Uh, that sounds insane. It's daunting. But uh, Squarespace makes it easy, man. Daunted house. <laughs> um, so what were we talking about? We were in a good. We were in a good rut with the Beatles. We're talking. We're talking about the Ruddles. <laughs> Um, no, the Beatles are awesome. I was talking about how your your taste change as you get older. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, the also your favorite Beatles album changes sure. as you get older. A lot of people yeah. say that's. <laughs> a lot of people talk about how they don't like the Beatles. Yeah, I just got that too. I literally just said we're podcasting. Pick it up. Put it on the podcast. Should I pick it up? Yeah. Hi, Rachel, David. How are you? I'm great. You're on Dynamic Banter right now with Mike Falzone and I. Oh, my God. Can... <laughs> I love how I didn't clue into that when he was like, I'll call you back. I'm podcasting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You're I'm just... we together. Yeah, you're just on our podcast now. Welcome. You're a guest. Rachel, is Steve about <laughs> to get the opportunity that I just passed up by texting you that I'm podcasting? I have never felt so famous in my life right now. <laughs> she didn't want to answer that question. <laughs> yes. That's a hundred percent yes. Rachel, are you were you reaching out to both of us for a pretend for a potential opportunity that we can both take advantage of, or was it something that Mike passed on, or was it something that uh, whoever got back to you first was going to get the opportunity? No, it's for both of you. Oh great! Oh, thank okay, God. great. So we yeah, yeah that's good. That's we can still be friends. If you want it, I yep. just I'm literally calling to be like, if you want it. You got it. If you don't, if you want you it, don't. here it is. Come and get it. But you better <laughs> hurry because right it's going fast. Rachel's too busy to listen to us. Sorry, now. Rachel. Are you at work? Are you busy? Um, I mean, if you consider like making phone calls, hanging out with my staff, busy. Uh, you know, a little busy. Yeah. Okay. But well, we don't want to waste your time. All good. It's never a waste of time when you're on the mic, when you're on the Dynamic Banter podcast. That's there right. Go. World famous <laughs> Mike in the Morning Award winning. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Uh, well give me Ra- a ring later. Rachel, we're gonna we're both gonna hit you up on an individual basis right after we're done recording Dynamic Banter. Hang on, Mike wants to say or- something to you. Okay. Okay. Rachel, do you play poker at all? No, but I used to date a professional poker player. Okay, Ooh, so, so that's bad news. Tell me if you tell me if you if you know what this is. Do you know what going all in blind means? Yeah, I, I sort of. So that's when you push all your money into the center of the table. Money you in. you bet all your yeah. money without e- yeah. knowing what your cards look like. Yes. That is what I would like to do with this opportunity. <laughs> Send me a contract and I'll sign it no matter what. You it won't is. even look at it. I won't even look at the contract. You're insane. You're insane. That's how much I trust you. Mike, if you do that, oh then you God. won't be able to, to, to negotiate uh, fees and things like that. Doesn't matter. It comes from Rachel David. It's a winning opportunity. I'll sign, I'm in. I'm already working on it. <laughs> wow, shit. You're making me look bad. Steve's also in, he says. Both of you, since you're together, give me a ring. Then I don't have to repeat myself twice. <laughs> and then you'd be like, cool. Uh, do you want to, you know. Because I can explain. There's different layers. So I, it's actually kind of technical and I want to explain it to you. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's the biggest compliment ever. I love you, Mike. Awesome. That's efficiency. <laughs> well, Mike knows you better than I do. So I wouldn't, I, I would all, probably also do that same thing had I, have I known you better, Rachel. All in Mike. Oh my god! Have we yeah, had I a would... history like you and Mike have? I wish that soundbite was recorded for uh, just like you know my business testimonial, like you know going all in blind, like that's what I need on LinkedIn. Yeah, well, Mike will do it. Mike will write your Yelp review for it. It'll be great. Our... My Yelp review. <laughs> I can't. All right, Rachel. Well, we're gonna we'll call you back right when we're done with the podcast, and we'll both be in the same room. All right, sounds great. Talk to you soon. All right, Rachel, take care. Okay, bye. Bye. What a sweetheart. Not to not to um to hype her up too much. First of all, she has a podcast called Raking It In. If you're interested. Second of all, Rachel's the type of person that <laughs> if we knew her earlier, we would be in a different yeah a yeah. tax bracket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I she's know. so good at what she does. Yeah, she's very good. And yeah. you're right. Like the fact that she's reaching out is a very good thing. Mm-hmm. And she wouldn't just give us 
poo poo. Rachel David reaching out means I don't have to move home for another six months. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, all right. Well, what do we got here? We got a few more minutes. Do you want to do a history road? I would love to. This has become my favorite part. I'm glad we j- started doing this. <laughs> <laughs> We should do it every week. <laughs> we should do a uh, history road. My name God damn it. Why do I keep picking that one over <laughs> the one that I want? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's me again. <laughs> again. Let's blast this out so it sounds like history. it's not good. This has been. Someone made a mistake here. They sent an email. And they said, please listen to this history road. And there's no attachment. So nice work, Alex Bragg. Don't humble brag about brag. that. <laughs> Don't brag about that. Don't humble brag that one. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. How about this one? Okay, great. <laughs> This history road comes from Amanda Field. Amanda Field forever. <laughs> Living is easy with eyes closed. Okay, his, this history road. All the Beatles if their jaws were wired shut. Nothing is real. There's nothing to get hung about. Strawberry fields forever. Okay, History Road, The Great Maxwell Caper. Hello, boys. I'd like to tell you the story of my brother's disappearance. Oh, no. Call a magician. And his rescue. Oh, thank God. <laughs> it was a warm, sunny air evening in Wisconsin. <laughs> we lived in, how's the cheese? We lived in a small town, just pinching the highway, heading towards the larger town. Pinching the highway is very nice. I don't even know what that means. I love it. Our house was on the edge of the neighborhood, situated between an undeveloped lot and the church's soccer fields. We were young kids at the time. I was five. My brother, two or three. The circus was until... Well, what was it? Was it two or three, Amanda? <laughs> now I think he's <laughs> in my tree. I think my brother's two or three. <laughs> the circus was in town, and luckily for us kids, they were setting up shop in the fields right next door. Setting up shopping to fields. <laughs> Forever. Forever. <laughs> Right next door. They'd be open the next day, and my brother, Max, and I couldn't wait. We went to bed that night with smiles stretched across our faces. Living is easy with eyes closed. (laughs) (laughs) Open eyes closed. Living is easy with With closed closed eyes. (laughs) Yo, please. Should he do a cover of it? (laughs) Can we take a break and you do a little mini documentary about the Beatles in that guy's (laughs) world? Lost his job as the wildlife guy, <laughs> and now he just talks about the Beatles. To Dean, uh, we are going to uh, talk about the Beatles' song "Strawberry Fields." There's a line in the song uh, where they say, "Living is easy, eyes closed." Open eyes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now the next part of the story gets complicated. Each member of my family tells it a little differently. I'll just give you my version because, damn it, I'm telling the story here, Dad. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's Working how me- through some shit. Did you know that's how memories work? There's a part of the brain called the hippocampus. Uh-huh. That's where all the memories uh, are stored. <laughs> that might be wrong. That's how I remember But I do remember uh, learning about the hippocampus And how your memories become more distorted The older you get And like the story changes And like the real story uh, You'll never really have down 
That's why facts don't matter. Unless it's written down, documented very well, or fil- on film. Or on YouTube. We'd just fallen asleep when I heard the door to our room creak open. I look over at my brother's bed, and he was gone. I thought he'd just gone to the bathroom until I heard the noise of the sliding glass door opening. I jumped out of bed and ran over just in time to see Max run across the yard towards the hedges separating us from the soccer fields. Now this is a two or three year old, mind you. He squeezed through the thorny bushes and unfortunately his diaper did not make it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, but by that point, my dad made it downstairs only to see the diaper hanging on the bush, gleaming white in the pale moonlight. And this was the morning. Was it a full load? That's a two-thorn honk. That's oh, a two-thorn hunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there, there had to have been a little present That's in there. a heavy deep here. That diaper, in the morning, right? There yeah. had You fill it up at night. That's a fresh delivery. Do babies fill it up at night? I don't think so. Really? Well, you do your morning poop. You I guess it depends on what time it was. You don't shit while you're sleeping. <laughs> that would be terrifying. Hey, man, my, my dad used to tell me, don't shit where you sleep. <laughs> me. And that, that taught me to not shit the bed. Um... <laughs> He dashed to the churchyard and I followed. Despite his cries of, stay inside! I was not going to miss this. The naked toddler ran fast, but my dad was faster. (laughs) He'd barely made it to the gates of the hurl-a-whirl before my dad snatched him up, grabbing my hand with a vice-like grip and leading the two of us home. The next day, we went to the circus as if nothing had happened. This story has been told over and over again to my family with each person giving it their own embellishments, but I like to think my version is as true as to the reality as possible. I want to hear everybody's version. In all versions, he is bare-ass naked as soon as he hits the hedges. It's been many years since this event, but it's quite possibly the most interesting event of my young life. Thank you, boys, for helping proliferate this story and my brother's shame. <laughs> you can't feel any shame as a two- or three-year-old. This is bit. And this was. Nice work, Amanda. Uh, that's. This has been. History. History. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's it, guys. Mike, you got any plugs? Yes, I do, and I have them conveniently pulled up on my cellular phone. Tonight, That's convenient. Thursday, August 23rd, go back in time with your boy, Willie Whale. <laughs> Comedians, <laughs> you should know what they have from. Uh, I was like, what fucking YouTuber is this? Yeah. Uh, Who's Willie Whale? Uh, Fanatic Salon, September 8th, which is a Saturday. September 15th is the Friends and Friends show. Uh crowd work show you'll be able to get tickets for that on mikefalzone.com and the link is and the poster is coming soon west side comedy theater on september 21st september 27th through the 30th i will be in toronto canada steve you'll also be up there yes i will i'm gonna be at uh the buffer festival Bouffier fest Bouffier. Uh, i will be at the west side uh, comedy theater the 21st uh, 27th I'll be at the Corner Comedy Club East In Toronto, Canada And I'll be there Thursday Friday Saturday And then I'll be in Niagara Falls At the Corner Comedy Club In Niagara Watch your um, step Watch your step I don't want to go over In a wheelbarrow <laughs> <laughs> um, So tickets to all this uh, All these things Are flying off the shelves Go to the Corner Comedy Club uh, Toronto website And uh, they keep sending me updates um, The first couple shows Only have a couple tickets left The uh, Niagara Falls show uh, Has a ton of tickets left So go um, get those I would love to see you in Canada and don't give me that shit about I live in a different part of Canada and it's so it's so far away. I live in California. I'm coming from very very far away. Yeah, clearly this isn't this isn't a relationship based on compromise. No. I I will only come to Toronto at the end of September. This is more than a compromise. This is Mike going to your state. Yeah. Province. Province. The province of Toronto, Canada. Um and just as Mike said, uh, I will be with the Valley Folk at Buffer Festival on September 20- from the September 27th 
through to the thirtieth. <laughs> and um, you never know; you the, might find Steve at these one of these shows. You just might. Or if seventeen. You, of if them. you go to the festival, you'll be able to see us uh, at least on the stage or something. And we're gonna premiere a new sketch that we're currently editing insanely quick. Uh, insanely quickly. Anyway, we're gonna. I got poop so bad. I want to get through this. I um, smelt it. Yeah, it's coming. Uh, that's a that's a, uh, a four shock. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, if you want to see us, uh, the Valley Folk and myself at uh, Buffer Festival, come. Uh, that's in Toronto on September twenty seventh through the thirtieth. And also, I think we're we might be doing like a little meetup or something. I don't want to make any promises, but um, some people will not be attending Buffer Festival, but live in Toronto and would like to see us. So we might figure something out if there's time. Um, and also, if you were unaware, the Valley Folk is a new project that the um, there's Lee no Newton, way Joe Bretta, Ellie there's Morgan, and no myself. way there's not a world I know that there's where anyone listening doesn't know about <laughs> yeah. it. Well, just in case you were on the fence about becoming a patron, we are uh, creating new perks for patrons that are really really cool. We were just discussing this the other day in the office here, and one of them will include exclusive puppetry sketches. Oh, that's um, nice. Uh, just for patrons. So we're trying to do some really fun stuff like that for patrons to keep you guys happy and to uh, convince you to, uh, you know, spend a little cash and help out some of your favorite creators. Very honest. Um, anyway, but thank you guys so much for listening to Dynamic Banter. Mike, thank you as always. Yeah. There's also uh, uh, dynamicbanter.clothing. Uh, the limited edition Heat Wave t-shirt is almost sold out. Yeah, get that while it's still there. And a bunch of other cool things. What else am I forgetting? There's Mike in the Morning every Tuesday and Friday. And I think that's pretty much it. Also, Steve, I texted you about You being did part, text me, man. And, and I you s- didn't answer I know. Me back. I saw it and it created. And I know why. Yeah, it created anxiety for me. I hate but, that. Uh, but, 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 like, not bad anxiety. I, it just was like, <laughs> I want to answer this and I want to say yes. My mm-hmm. initial reaction is, yes, I'll do it. But but I had to like sit and think about it, and then I forgot about it, and other things happened. We'll talk about do it. Do you want to do a fun thing with your I, friends? Or I no? yeah, I would love to do a fun thing with my friends. Just give me a little time to like really process what that entails. Like you're already thinking too much. You're I just out. need to no. I just need to know the <laughs> date. What's the date? The fifteenth of next month. Yeah. Okay, September which 15th. is a what Saturday. Day? Third Saturday. Yeah, maybe. fuck it. I'll do it. Okay, great. Yeah, Steve I'm will in. be at the Friends and Friends show. I'm in. All right, um, and that's just crowd work, right? Yeah, all you gotta do is talk to people. Okay. It's like and how much time do I have? There. Eight minutes. Oh, that's fucking easy. All right, I'm in. I'm in. See? All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we'll check you out now, and we'll be- fuck. That was a headgum podcast.